On this episode of Sleuthing Sisters, we are going to be talking about the Eastbound Strangler. Kim Raffle, 35, Molly Jean Dilt, 20, Barbara V. Brader, 24, Tracy Ann Roberts, 42. Have you ever heard of those names? I personally have not heard of them until one day I was researching another case and these names popped up on the page. I was like, oh my goodness, this story doesn't get enough coverage. Three days prior to Thanksgiving on November 20, 2006, their bodies were found in a trash strewn ditch in Atlantic City by two women walking on an access road. The first body that was found was directly behind the Golden Key Motel on 850 Black Horse Pike. It is believed the women were all killed at different times and dumped in this marshy ditch. Now, one of the questions the officials had was how did the bodies get there? I was wondering about that as well. Of course, my first thought is that the killer and the victims were all staying at the motel and could easily be removed from the motel and put into the ditch. And to think life went on as usual just a few yards from where these ladies laid in a ditch from possibly the end of October until November 20th. The order of the bodies found, as noted, was Raffles' body, 148 feet. Next, 148 feet was Dilt's. Brighter was found 90 feet east of Dilt's, and Roberts was the last body, and she was located 83 feet from Brighter. It was interesting to note that all the ladies were facing east in the direction of Atlantic City. Was the killer pointing them in that direction for a reason? A reason only he knows. Kim Raffle was the first victim to be found. She was born in Brooklyn and lived in Florida with her husband. She had two children. She was a volunteer with the Girl Scouts and active with the PTA. So at least in my opinion, it's like she was like the all-American mom and wife. She was enrolled in a cooking class, and there she met a drug user. Kim was introduced to cocaine and heroin through this person. She left her husband with the children. The children were eventually put into foster care as the husband was trying to be gainfully employed. It's sad sad to think just how fast a family was ripped apart in an instant. At some point, Kim and her boyfriend ended up in Atlantic City, She was employed as a waitress. Unfortunately, she turned to prostitution. Her ex-husband did try to help her out, and the two of them went to Long Island, and he was quoted that they only went as friends because they were now both at different stages of their life. He said they were more like just friends. But he said um, they had no interest of being together. He just wanted her to get straight again. He stated that they were happy for about five weeks, but she unfortunately returned to Atlantic City for some unfinished business. And that was the last time he ever saw her. It was determined Kim was strangled with a rope or a cord. Tracy Ann Roberts was the second victim to be identified. She grew up in Newcastle, Delaware. She did work as a stripper in and around Atlantic City. She eventually did turn to prostitution. She did have a nickname on the streets as, quote, the young one or, quote, the pretty one. It was determined that Roberts could have been up 
could have been in the water for up to two weeks. She died from asphyxia. Decomposition was very bad, so the exact cause of death was never determined. Barbara V. Brider was next to be identified. She was from, from Ven, Ventnor, New Jersey. She did run her family's boardwalk jewelry store, as well as being employed as a cocktail waitress. It's unfortunate to note that she also had a drug problem that pushed her into prostitution. Her cause of death was not able to be determined. And the last and youngest victim at the age of 20 was Molly Jean Diltz. It was interesting to note that she had the biggest write-up in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette on February 4, 2007 edition. Her life was full of so much sadness. She was described as having a hard time making friends. She was made fun of because of her weight. In a heartbreaking turn of events, she lost her mother in the year 2000 as she was awaiting a heart transplant. Her brother committed suicide by shooting himself with a handgun. Soon thereafter, she had a son that was born on um, that was born in June of 2005. The father of the baby remains unknown. She had a rift with her family, and according to this write-up, it was only getting deeper. She eventually did sign her son over to her father. In 2005, she was drunk and tried to run over a man outside a fast food restaurant due to an argument. She was picked up three months later on crack charges. Unfortunately, unfortunately, she never showed up for a court hearing as she spent the rest of her life, her young life, running from a warrant. Molly traveled a lot, but it was more of an impulsive and not a very comfortable travel situation. She finally moved to the Atlantic City area via Philadelphia. This area was a tough area. It was not a typical place for a white girl to live, but she became part of the neighborhood. This was also the area that Raffle called home. It was interesting to note that she lived in the same rundown area as Raffle, and it turns out they became friends. Being parents, they possibly could have formed a kind of bond. It's also noted that Molly's drug habit was in full force. In a high point of her life, she did save a man's life at a bus stop by staying with him after he was shot until help came. Molly was last seen when she was given a last meal and was let out the back door of a local eatery around 2.30 a.m. She proceeded to get into a vehicle with out-of-state plates, which I found interesting and too bad. Nowhere could I find that. The person that let her out the back door, if he had taken a note of that, I mean, he just said it was out-of-state, but I wonder if they had any other information. The next time she was seen was when they found her body in a body of water in a ditch for at least two weeks. Her body was badly decomposed and an exact cause of death was never determined. The four victims were all clothed, clothed but their shoes were missing. The, the four victims were all facing east towards Atlantic City. One was strangled, another suffocated, and the other two, well, we will never know the cause of their death because of their decomposition. All the victims mentioned above were positively identified using fingerprints and or dental records. 
In one article, it was noted that three of the four victims had toxic levels of drugs and Molly's body only had alcohol in her system. I have not seen in any accounts or read if there were any any DNA left at the scene, but I would think with the bodies being there for up to two weeks, most likely not. When I looked at these women in comparison, I personally saw the following. White, dark hair and eyes, pretty, young or young looking, thin or thinnish. Three um, out of four were, the, were blondes. Drugs were involved in prostitution as well. So the killer certainly had a type. The officials did have several people of interest, but so far none of them have been named as the killer. They even had fingers pointing at the infamous Long Island serial killer, Lisk, as a possible suspect. Sally, the killer, has remained elusive for 16 years. If you know something, say something. Don't be afraid. These cases need to be solved. Their cases need to be solved. Their families and especially the children of these women need answers. With the rising inflation costs, there is a $25,000 award. Just throwing it out there, people. And to think in the year 2022, this person could be could still be out there walking Black Horse Pike right now or standing right next to you on a street corner in Atlantic City or even playing a slot machine at a casino near you. The Golden Key Hotel has been demolished. The trash strewn ditch is still there. The stories of these ladies have somewhat just, just diminished just like the years have. Since the discovery of these bodies, we are no closer to ca- catching the killer than we were in the year 2006. Wow. So you. were they all killed at the same time or within two weeks of each other then next two weeks? The I think they were all killed like in October. And they discovered the bodies all together. Mm-hmm. So it was like A, B, C, D. So I think whoever it was killed him, like like you said, like probably killed him together, but then put them out separately, you know? I, I guess... It was like a pimp. Could be a pimp. It could be just like some random person to this, just a killer, you know? But they tore down the hotel, you know. Can you imagine how that hotel looked? I was trying to find pictures and stuff. Do you have any idea what he might have looked like? As far as I know, no. I feel, I think it was a white guy. I think it was a white person. That's what I'm thinking, too. I think it was a white male, you know. So, but it was, I don't know. You know, that's a good question because, you know, I wonder it too because, you know, sometimes in those days, all those computers are never like hooked up to other areas. And then, and I think sometimes the police are able to put out stuff like certain criteria and they'll go, you know, cops in like Nevada City could pull up somebody and go, hey, this kind of matches the three women that we found in the ditch. Who those records, you know, maybe let's call Atlantic City and see if we could talk to them on Zoom or something, you know, and see if they could, if they could collaborate, like, 
you know, made her is something sticking together. I could tie maybe some murders there to here, you know, and stuff. Obviously, unfortunately, I do think, you know, drugs and prostitution played a part in their deaths, too, because, you know, they were all considered, you know, those type of workers, you know. And some of those women, you know, they'll do anything to, to get their fix and... You know, and unfortunately, a lot of it's always about selling their bodies, you know. But that's the story of the Eastbound Strangler, which is... the one that gets to me the most is um, the wife. Because she went from being, you know, like you said, an all-American mom to a prostitute. Well, I found it weird when I read that... For me personally, I'm like, going, if I take a cooking class, don't be friends with anyone. Because <laughs> I want to cook like Martha Stewart. I don't want to cook cocaine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was being honest, you know, and stuff. You know, that's interesting. Well, how she must have, this person she met must have been a sexual affair of some sort. Oh, definitely. Or did they say it was a he that she met? It was just a drug person. Uh, person. She's enrolled in a cooking class, and there she met a drug user. Most likely, it's going to be a male. Yeah. You know, it's ninety-nine percent. It's going to be a male. You know, so he could have been there trying to learn how to cook uh, other stuff besides food. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, because some of that stuff you cook up. You know, I don't know much about drugs. That's my disclaimer. So don't come after me. <laughs> I'm as vanilla as they come. (laughs) I I didn't hear anything about it. And it it just goes to show that people like these five women. Four. Four women. Being that they're from a lower socioeconomic class. They're prostitutes. They're drug dealers. They don't get put on the news. That's why you didn't hear about it. Nobody heard about it. I mean, there were articles. There were articles, but you know what? Is that what? 14, what? 2006, 14, 15 years later, 16 years later, whatever. And it's like, it's coming up another anniversary because it's about November time frame, you know? But you can say a snap of the word of, John Bonet Ramsey. Oh, we all spew off everything about John Bonet, <laughs> you know, or or maybe Natalie Wood's death, or is that, oh she was pushed off the yacht by her husband. We think, you know, but you hear, you know, like Kim Raffle, who's that, you know, and because like you said, people don't care about certain, you know, color or certain people that are in certain lifestyles and there are certainly in that lifestyle people don't care about, you know. Yeah. Now when now when a killer comes, you know, is caught or whatever, maybe one day, you know, it'll be all over the news, you know, just like Jeffrey Dahmer is, was, you know, killing all these people. Now then they'll come down to infamy, you know. I wonder what made him stop. That's um, why I said it was a pimp. I think it was he had to get rid of them. They knew something. They saw something. They were all linked to his pimp 
business, whatever you want to call it, prostitution ring, and he had to get rid of them. That's what I think. I don't know. Or drug ring. It could be drug, it could be prostitution. They knew something, they saw something. Or it could be as simple as got her sex on, got her done, got him done, and that was it. Give me my money. No. I mean, there's some interesting you know. thing. They were all without shoes, so somebody made them take off their shoes before they took their shoes off. They were all clothed. No mention of sexual assault. Mm-mm. But then, I mean, I don't know how long being in the water, if you could tell, you know, and stuff. I mean, but I would see there probably, I would think there would be bruising or something on them or, you know. But then again, with them being moms and uh, probably being prostitutes, I don't know if that would account for, um, I don't know how to say in a nice way their downstairs area maybe being, I don't know, you know, stretched out. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it, you know, but I would think if it was not, you know, I don't know. I know, I don't want to sound offensive. Was someone who was um, cross-dressing and he took their shoes and wore them as a trophy, you know? I think it was somebody who made them take their shoes off so they couldn't run away because they were in rocky garbage strewn area probably with glass and whatever so he was like give me your shoes yeah I think and he or he could just simply kept them as as I always say a trophy yeah you know they keep certain parts of victims and maybe he liked his foot his footwear mm-hmm. I don't know because some people do mm-hmm. keep weird stuff about him you like know so, but with your anniversary coming up, you know, it'll probably be back in the news, you know. So, but that's the case of the Eastbound Strangler. I wonder if any of those kids know that their mothers, that's a hard history to find out. Well, they said that one kid was, was born in 2005, so that would be with 2022. 17. So that, that little boy would be 17 years old today. Adopted in a good family. Well, the dad got him, the, her dad. Oh, so he knows. So he knows. he knows. Well, he was taken before she was killed. Yeah, but he knows what happened to his mom. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, maybe, you know, somebody will come out and do something. That's a hard thing to know. So. Grow up with. I'm no. just wondering, why only four? I mean, but how do we know if it's only four, though? Because he could have moved to another area. That's what you know, that's why I said they got other area. I mean, I would think, like, with them being by the casino, I would be checking, like, Las Vegas, even some of the casino areas. Because there's casinos popping up everywhere these days, you know. We got some in Baltimore City, you know. Did there two, one after the other? Yeah. What city was the Golden um, King Hotel? Uh, Atlantic City. No, wait, it couldn't have been because they said they were facing east towards Atlantic City. Right. But it's still Atlantic City. Oh, it is? Yeah. It's like Black Horse Pike. Maybe maybe where we were staying. That's what I was thinking. That's why I said it. I was, I didn't have a compass or anything, but I felt like we were looking eastward 
because we visited the... Yeah, I mean, it said facing east, you know. But I'm thinking it could just still be like Atlantic City area. It was facing like off the... I mean, like, like, like we could be considered Smithville facing east, you know, towards Smithville, you know. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm trying to think where um, Atlantic City's situated in terms of Smithville. I don't know. I think it's south. I think it's south. So. Yeah, I think so. But thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank really you. good. Aw, 